0: guys, you're listening to Ready to Fall, an sync podcast by Gina and Christina. Hey everyone, it's Christina and welcome to episode four of the month of Joey. I am joined today by the very lovely Avery. Hi.
1: Welcome <laughs> back. Thank you. This is my favorite so, podcast. Did you know that?
0: Is this your favorite?
1: It's my favorite oh my podcast gosh, ever.
0: I love it. Is it Lance because is, of the month of Joey?
1: Um, maybe. Lance <laughs> is kinda of peeking up, so you might you have some competition. I don't know what you're gonna do about that. I actually really like that podcast. I, I did think it's too. fun. I think I don't, it's good. I don't like how they send like they show little clips of um the recording and not the whole thing. Yeah. It's been really messed up. It's like I know I could have got an entire video, an hour or so of JC. And Joey. Patreon. Maybe I'll do Patreon and then you'll be able to watch it. Oh, no. Pay Lance. Lance should pay us to watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gosh, no, Avery. <laughs> but speaking of that, though, did you um, listen to our man? He was on last week's episode. I did. I like. Um, I liked Jonathan Knight being there. That's who was there, right? Yeah, I liked him, too. I thought he was a good guest.
1: And I felt like Joey was a a good buffer. He wasn't annoying. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes with a co-host, the one thing you have to worry about is whether or not they're going to be annoying, and he wasn't. No, he was great. He did a great job. Yeah, and hopefully he's on episode four after AJ.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because I thought he was going to be on this next one, and when I saw the video for it, I was like, oh, it's Joey, and then I was like, no, that's AJ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) I'll I'll listen to it. I'm excited for it. I like AJ. I feel like if they had to get a Backstreet Boy, I feel like they picked the best one.
0: Yeah, I met AJ at nineties con last year and got a picture with him and he was actually very sweet. I liked him.
1: Are his hands small? I don't remember you know
0: what? I wasn't impressed by his hands, I guess, because I don't recall them one way or the other.
1: You mm. just look so tiny.
0: Well, you know, Chris's hands, I feel like in the pictures looked very tiny, but when I met Chris at Pop 2000, I felt his hands were like an
1: appropriate size. I feel like, well, Chris is shorty Chris. So I feel like he that's his thing, you know, being tiny. This is true. He's delicate to Petita Petunia. <laughs> he's like a, he's a little instinct leprechaun.
0: Oh, Chris. <laughs> we're going to have to do that for St. Patrick's Day
1: now. St. Kirkpatrick's Day.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to call it St. Kirkpatrick's Day and we're going to have to put Chris with the leprechaun hat.
1: Yeah, a pot of gold and it's um just yes. like curly hair.
0: I love that. <laughs> <laughs> So today's episode is called Joey's Big Fat Career.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: In this episode, we're going to have a conversation about Joey's career. So my generation, I'm going to call myself the geriatric millennial generation, <laughs> the old generation. Um <laughs> When I think of Joey Fatone, In um, Sync is like the first thing that comes to mind for me, first and foremost. But for younger generations of fans listening, and for future generations, In Sync is likely not the first thing that comes to mind.
1: Hmm. I mean, I I met th- well, I didn't meet him, but the first time I saw Joey it was through Hannah Montana. So I was just like, well, I don't think I really processed it. I watched it. And then when I got into NSYNC, I was like, oh, I've seen that guy before.
0: Well, yeah. And in my like recent discoveries, I was like, oh, wow, Joey was in Hannah Montana. (laughs) I had no idea. So, I mean, what we're going to do today is go through Joey's career. It's pretty much everything he's done.
1: Yeah. So he did Broadway, TV, movies,
0: ambassadorships. Whoop, whoop, product ambassadorships, which is like, you know, very fancy. It sounds very fancy. Is it fancy? It's fancy. I mean, I don't know how much more fancy you can get than that.
1: A king. A king.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, this list is not all-encompassing. We probably missed some things, but we tried to get as much of his fat career together as we could. (laughs) So without further ado, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to start with the very beginning of his career, starting in, I guess, 1993. And we're going to go through everything up to 2022. It's a lot of years, a lot of years. And then we're going to talk about some specific things, um, and we have some clips, of course, because Miss Avery is here and that's how we do. OK, we're fancy when Avery is in the house because she's young and smart and knows how to do things that I don't know <laughs> to do. So. <laughs> All right. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. See, I remember this year, the, the first one, 1993. OK, go with it. Get <laughs> okay. started. So it says, "Um Matt and A. the lead is John Goodman. I love John Goodman,
0: yeah, you were talking about this, and I had absolutely no idea what you were talking about,
1: yeah. So I think when I was like twelve or something, this is unrelated, but you know, I love Roseanne. That's like my favorite TV show, so <sighs> Mine I decided.
0: <laughs> I love so that I, show.
1: It's so good. Maybe not so much the... Con- off topic, off topic.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's okay.
1: I was just like, okay, John Goodman, I'm going to watch every single thing that he's ever done. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I didn't because, you know, he has stuff like arachnophobia and stuff. So I didn't watch mm. everything. But I saw this little ditty right here. And it's basically like he's a, a movie maker, a filmmaker, and he just wanted to make a movie where you kind of, you ever um, been to SeaWorld and they give you a 4D experience? Like if the yes. water splashes, you get wet. It was kind of mm-hmm. like that, but he was just so like zany with it and over the top that he would shock the kids that would go and see it and a whole bunch of other stuff. So when you talked about this, like doing this episode, I looked it up and it said that Joey was in it. It's uncredited. And there's like a million kids in the show, like teenagers, because it takes place in like a military area. You know, the kids need something to do. So they watch movies. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll watch this again and see if I could find him. And I couldn't, but there were so many kids and they all kind of looked like him. They had that 90s style, that early 90s style
0: so isn't there a movie that they were all in like in sync was in and then they got cut out for could it be Uh, like a situation like that like wasn't it like a star wars movie or something
1: i think so but like i don't think the star wars thing is even here like they don't mention it as a thing it's just something that we know right oh that's true so that means that he's probably in this and he's probably just a kid walking into the theater or something
0: well, we have to ask him if we ever get the chance
1: where we can find him in that movie. He's probably He's just inquiring minds. Running behind every film in Universal. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: And then we get into the sync music videos and they mention in 1996, I want you back in 97 together again, 1997 for the girl who has everything tearing up my heart. Also in 97, you drive me crazy in 1998. Um, also Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and then i want you back in 1998 bravo all stars let the music heal your soul um that was in 98 and 99 god must have spent a little more time on you also an nsync uh thinking of you i drive myself crazy that was in 1999. avery what is children of the
1: world i think it was just like one of those collaboration videos and i don't know if he's in it i No, all the guys are credited for it, but I think if you watch it, it's just Justin, and it's like through a TV, you know?
0: Oh, okay. In, in sync, bye, bye, bye. In 2000, it's going to be me. In 2000, this I promise you. In 2000, I'll never stop. And then in 2001, of course, when the guys did uh, that episode of The Simpsons, of course, Joey's voice was on that. Again, in 2001, we have Pop. It says
1: uncredited for Pop. <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> yeah, why is that uncredited? Inquiring Minds.
1: to x Joey. Were you even there? I'm gonna have to
0: ask. Do you have a list going of the questions we want to
1: ask? Him? No, I could just re listen to, I have so many questions. Some of them are a little risque, but I have a lot. Oh. <laughs> Joey, what size gloves do you wear? I that think large. That's a very specific or, question.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, he has big hands. So I think he probably wears like a larger, maybe an extra large glove. Maybe. I don't know. Tinky wears gloves yeah his hands would get cold if he didn't joey had very soft skin joey moisturizes
1: i think (laughs) i would hope so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what kind of moisturizer like maybe he gets in with like the lubriderm or i don't know maybe something fancier but his hands were very soft
1: or the like cool um like Ones for like soft skin, sensitive skin, like CeraVe
0: or something, maybe. Oh, maybe a little CeraVe. Mm-hmm. Or like old school Avon, little skin so soft. He <laughs> <You> lost me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's really old. Actually, you know what he may use? Maybe he uses what I use. Maybe he uses Argon oil. Oh, okay. That's good stuff. Yeah, QVC. All right, you guys. If you if you're not in with the Josie Marin Argon Oil, go get you some because it is good for your skin. <laughs> anyway, 2001, Mandy Moore, BB Mac, and NSYNC, The On the Line
1: music video. See, and why um, does it say and Sync for that? It's only Joey and Lance.
0: See, this is what I'm confused about. It says the On the Line music video, but. Fallen was an in sync song. Yeah, but this is so, the
1: on um, the line song. Oh, like I Lance, see what you're saying. It just like talks through it. Joey sings.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: You're That's right. It. You're right. We'll add that to the list of questions as well.
2: Okay.
1: Gloves and and sync on the
0: line. No, no, no. Gloves, moisturizer, and sync on the line.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, and matinee. Where are you? Where are you, Joe? Yeah.
0: Where are you? <laughs> And then in 2001, <laughs> <laughs> that we, had is. Gone. we had gone, <laughs> and now Avery's going to pick up the rest of 2001.
1: one. <laughs> All right, We have on the line, it's movie credit it says that he plays Rod and then it says long shot, long shot was filmed in the nineties. Was it not it says 2001. I believe it was okay we have joseph fatone the pizza chef and then we have the all-star tribute what's going on music video Mm -hmm. and now we're into games nsync get to the show he plays joey just in case you were wondering (laughs) (laughs) nsync girlfriend and then my big fat greek wedding and then nsync and nelly girlfriend the neptunes remix and we're in 2002 And then i'm gonna pass it back to you we're in 2003 it looks like we're just getting into joey stuff
0: yeah so in 2003 the cooler came out
1: yeah alec baldwin
0: yeah i never saw that movie but that song is in it that i like
1: the um the like like, very
0: song yes yeah
2: Can I steal a little love? Can I steal a little love? Call me, honey, I'm on fire. To steal your love is my desire. And then in 2003,
0: they came out with My Big Fat Greek Life. And he was on one episode of that. And he played Angelo, of course. And I don't remember ever watching this show. I don't know what channel it was on.
1: Like, does it follow the movies? Like, you can watch, do you have to watch My Big Fat Greek Life to understand too?
0: I don't think so, because I watched 2 and I understood it. Hmm. And I noticed that... My Big Fat Greek Wedding is obviously going to be one of the movies that we talk about a little more in depth. I noticed when I was going through the research for that, that My Big Fat Greek Life, they don't even have John Corbett in it. It was like some other guy played Ian Miller. So like probably for that reason, I wouldn't have gotten on board with it. And also on the picture for it, like the cover of the picture, Joey isn't on it. So I wouldn't have been into
1: that. It looks like a lot of them aren't in it. Yeah. That's probably why he just did an episode, so that they can try and have everyone there.
0: So then in 2004, he was on one episode of Kim Possible. Um, He was the voice of Nicky Nick. In 2006, he was the voice of Jack D. Wolf, which is the big
1: bad wolf in Red Riding Hood. Okay, wait, wait. Wait one second. What? So so, this movie is terrifying. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> but, Joey is in this movie with Superman. The really um, like Henry Cavill or something. Yeah, I just saw like the clip that Joey was in. It was scary, but I did see the interview. <laughs> <laughs> <with them too. laughs> and I was you like, heard Oh, here. it's and terrifying.
0: Then, <laughs>
1: I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cute, uh, Joey with a future Superman or whatever." I thought that was really cool. Have you seen this
0: next one? Because I haven't heard about. I never heard of it. Um, Holy yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> like Buddy, two thousand six.
1: Um, yeah, we. Oh boy. Okay, so, how <laughs> uh, you ever seen that Jim Carrey movie? Is it Jim Carrey? No, it's Steve Martin, and he was raised um, with a bunch of uh, (laughs) African-Americans. And so he thinks he is one too. No, I've never heard of that. And I've never seen that movie. (laughs) Okay. So he grows up and he thinks he's African-American and everybody's like, you're a white guy. Stop it. So this movie is basically the reverse of that. It's a, it's the guy from Scrubs. Um, and he's raised around a bunch of Italians. So he thinks he's Italian. And then his real his mom is like Whoopi Goldberg or something. And she's like, no, you're you're black.
0: <laughs> so is that what this movie is about?
1: Yeah. And it's like it's very um um cancel worthy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they they push some limits, but I feel like in two thousand and six and the nineties and stuff, that's when you can do stuff like that, and people could find the humor in it. Um, Chris Rock's brother is in it, so it had like a like a it was a good cast, and the plot was just so weird and out there. And Joey's like he's always in a car, and it's because he's in a wheelchair.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. Um, That's someone's favorite movie though Someone
0: It is So we're not I mean Shout out to you If it's your favorite movie I'd love to have you on the podcast To talk about why
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least it's not terrifying Like the Red Riding Hood one (laughs)
0: This is true in 2006 joey was on three episodes of the shorty mcshorts short oh i think this was on disney <laughs> but he was on three episodes of that tv series and in 2007 he was on the bros he played anthony sabatino and i'm gonna let avery take over now for 2008 forward because
1: this was her big moment. Oh my God, guys, this is Joey's episode, his one episode on Hannah Montana. So I learned some things while I was trying to not be like as childish as I am. And <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that because um, the year prior, Joey did Dancing with the Stars and Billy Ray was on that. That's how Joey got to be on this for his daughter, Brianna. Oh, fun fact, everybody. (laughs) You heard it here. So the episode is amazing. Okay. He wears gold pants and that's just enough. You don't even have to know anything else. (laughs) He he wears gold pants. His hands are big. He dances. He sings. He makes pizza. What? Come on. (laughs) All right. So next. Is-
0: oh, hold on. I actually <laughs> did just look up <laughs> Joey Vitolo and I can concur that he is wearing gold pants. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> area of concern is very concerning. In those gold- The area be-
0: of concern is very concerning. You know, I think that I'm going to have to go over this ensemble um, for the mini-sode. All right. Because I don't think that we've ever discussed this one
1: just in our like group chat I think oh, this is great I'm telling you this is this is his moment right here if you don't know Joey for anything it should be this episode of Hannah Montana so it also says in 2008 he was in Beethoven's big break was he a dog says i don't says he was bones bones. it's probably a dog i don't know and then in imagination movers 2010 shot up two years he's just joey for one episode just for one in 2011 he was in incubus he plays detective tom coretti he has to be italian in everything he's in
0: yeah well italian or greek
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what's this about incubus Need to know. I have no idea. It's a horror movie. It's scary. Uh,
0: Well, it says the night takes a gruesome turn when the demon incubus calmly walks into the station holding the severed head of a murdered girl. Jesus. <laughs> so, don't watch that before bed.
1: Yeah, it's like Jelly's the head detective for it. Huh. Well, if you like horror movies, watch it and let me know how it watch is. Watch
0: it. See if you like it.
1: 2012, it says, Jersey Shore Shark Attack, TV movie. Was Chris in this Or is that Sharknado?
0: I think you're thinking Sharknado. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So Joey Fatone hanging out with a bunch of New Jersey slash Staten Island Italians with a shark attack.
0: And he played himself.
1: And he played himself. Um, 2012, he's in a movie called Mancation, And his name is Brady, which just makes me think of um, what's the movie with Bradley Cooper and Ken Jeong, Hangover? It gives me Hangover vibes.
0: Oh, yeah. The cover does kind of look like that.
1: Yeah. Like they just like they're going and they're going to plan to do something a little risque and then it just turns into a nightmare. I feel like that's what this entire movie is about.
0: All right, guys, here's a quick clip from the movie Mancation.
2: My wife's a lesbo. Happens all the time. Mm, No, it doesn't. Seriously, you didn't even, like, attempt to get in on that? Would you guys please stop trying to cheer me up? You're all pretty terrible at it. It's really crucial in the next 48 hours. We get you laid. 2013,
1: Army of the Damned. He plays Dave um 2014 the opposite sex he's just a delivery guy
0: i think he's delivering pizza i wonder I and he- i wonder what his i wonder if his beard and mustache like what he looks like in that movie
1: in 2014 the opposite sex not the 1956 film but the 2014 <laughs> one oh, wait i should put joey so i don't just see random people
0: no i don't see joey that. fatone's credit
1: delivery guy well well, he is a delivery guy, so maybe that's why. That could be. But I see Keenan Thompson and that one guy from that one show that I can't mm-hmm. think of. <laughs> okay. Fallout Boy, Irresistible, version 3, 2016. There's three versions of this music video.
0: I didn't know that. That's a lot. That is a lot.
1: But I guess there's the one with just Fallout Boy. Then there's the one with them and Demi. And then the third one for Joey. In In, in
0: 2016, 14 years after My Big Fat Greek Wedding came out.
1: (laughs) 16 years after the filming and production of My Big Fat Greek Wedding Mm -hmm. 1.
0: (laughs) My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 was out. Um, And again, he played Angelo. And we're going to talk more in depth about that in a couple minutes. And also in 2016, Dead 7, I've never seen this movie but I enjoy the pictures of Joey in this movie. He played Whiskey Joe. And I just think he looks so handsome and like dirty and like I don't know, I like it.
1: Handsome and dirty.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. And then I I, I imagine that Joey has like a lot of petroleum jelly on his face and like he just always looks like sweaty and dirty and I like it. Um, and then in 2016, also in Izzy's Way Home, he was the voice of Carl. Okay. And in
1: 2017,
0: he was on an episode of Foursome, and he played Wilkins. And this and this show was on from 2016 to 2018. Also in 2017, he was Mugs in a Witch's
1: Ball. This looks like a movie, right?
0: Yeah, some kind of maybe let's see is it a supernatural movie? Oh, Witch's Ball is about a young witch who is ready to jump in feet first into the witching world, but not before leaping over some magical hurdles along the way. So that sounds fun. And then in 2017, he was on two episodes of Return of the Mac With um, and he Jolly McIntyre, right? Yeah, and he of course was himself.
1: I mm-hmm. <laughs> have some Joe Fecta going on right here. <laughs> Boy Band Fecta, right?
0: Boy Band Fecta, the, the first Frosted Tips. Yes. And then in 2017, I love this movie. I actually recently watched it um, because I was sitting home one day and I was like, I'm just going to type Joey Fatone <laughs> and see what comes up. And this came up. Um, it's called The Christmas Wedding Planner. And in this movie, Joey plays George, who is a chef. Okay, And it's not a very large part, but it's a very good part and I enjoyed it. How would you rate it
1: IMDb style, uh, one out of 10?
0: Um, For Joey or the movie overall? Both. So I am a sucker for rom-coms and Hallmark movies and things like that. So I mean, from that perspective, I give it like a 12 out of 10. Oh my
1: God, okay. And
0: I would say that Joey was extremely handsome in this movie. So I'm going to give him a 10 out of 10.
1: All right, guys, don't listen to her. Those were very biased results.
0: (laughs) What do you expect? It's the month of Joey. Okay.
1: I'm going to be legit. I haven't seen it. But it says Christmas wedding planner. (laughs) It's Hallmark-esque, right? And Uh Joey's in it. And he's just a chef named George. He probably was, like, wacky, right?
2: Mm -hmm, Very, mm -hmm.
1: very TV production-esque. I'm going to give it a 5.6 out of 10. We're going to call it a day.
0: (laughs) Well, you guys need to watch it and tell us what you think. But I thought it was... I'm saying this is a critically acclaimed (laughs) production. And I highly enjoyed it. Okay,
1: well, we could smash our numbers together. I mean, here's the
0: thing, Avery. Here's the thing. He wasn't wearing gold pants. But... (laughs) his neck looked great that's all okay I'm gonna say. It, just his neck just, every you know you really only see him from i think there's like mainly the waist up you see him like behind a counter there is a scene where he's sitting i think at a table like he's in it a couple times like i want to say he has like several scenes
1: i don't know it, I'm thinking about dropping it to a floor. he is you're gonna like
0: it gonna like it watch <laughs> it <laughs> And in 2018, he was on King of the Golden Sun, and he was a cruise ship fan for one episode. And it says, a young man has chosen to join a team of treasure hunters in their quest to obtain pieces of an ancient statue. A world of new experiences and severe training under some of martial arts finest lead the team to push their limits and take down a rival team also searching for the treasures. Did you see this? I didn't see it. No,
1: I haven't this seen it. It's my kind of show. Um, in
0: 2019, he was on a show called Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell, one episode of that, and he was himself. Also in 2019, he played Hank Jeffries on a TV movie called Love Alaska between the years of 2018 and 2020, he was on four episodes of Harvey Girls Forever. I have no idea what this is. Are you familiar?
1: Yeah, I actually am familiar. (laughs) It's a bunch of um, young spawns in my family. Mm -hmm. So when things are on Netflix uh, for the kids stuff, it pops up and this has popped up before. Um, It's it's cute, it's like, I feel like if it were on TV, it would have been on like Cartoon Network or something. Oh, okay, um, it's just, it's like a boy band that was put together, and these girls—they're just like you know fangirls. And um, I believe it's Nick Lachey, um, Joey, Sean Stockman from Boys to Men, and Joey Joey McIntyre, and they're all four of them are a boy band, and Joey is just like every member of NSYNC combined and then himself on steroids as a character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'd probably like it.
1: Um, it's cute. The songs are like, I guess, life lessons for a little kid. And it's nice. They all have like, it's not like an NSYNC vocal lineup. Everybody sings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they actually, you know, you hear everyone sing.
1: Yeah, you hear everybody sing uh joey unfortunately raps a little bit you know oh so there's that but it was a cute and show i think i don't think i've ever sat down and watched an episode where the um group that he's in was actually on it though so i don't know <laughs> what that's like Ooh, wait okay my turn in 2020 2020-
0: <laughs> my turn oh she saw she's like, my turn <laughs>
1: In 2020, Joey Fatone played Joey Fatone in *Impractical Jokers: The Movie*. And oh my god, guys, it's not credited, or at least it's not on this list properly. But Joey's been on *Impractical Jokers* so many times, and he's um he has his own little side project for the um the after party, *Impractical Jokers* after party, and it's so cool, and it's so fun. If you haven't watched *Impractical*, I feel like everybody washes oh, the Oh, sometime. Yeah. It's so good. It's just like four regular guys or three now. But four guys just doing their thing in New York just doing pranks. It just gives me such a nice like early 2000s feeling and they're keeping it alive. I love that. So- yeah, hello
2: everyone. I'm Joey Fatone. You should all know I just <laughs> my pants. <laughs> hey everybody, can have your attention please? My name is Joey Batone and I just sh my pants. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Thank you, I appreciate it. I can't believe that. So yeah, uh, I wanna say thank you, my friend, because of you, I'm getting the thumbs up. <laughs>
1: So next is also 2020. It says Tournament of Labs is a TV series. He was in one episode and I'm assuming he played Joey Fatone. Uh, in 2020, <laughs> there's a short called, called The Calls or just <laughs> called Calls. Calls. Yeah, with the, in all caps, Joey Fatone. 2021, there's Church People. He plays Tino. You ever seen that? No. It's a movie. I wonder if it's on Netflix. No. I feel like it's on
0: Netflix. This actually sounds right up my alley. I just read about it. It says, it's the story of real people with real struggles and their unique paths to discovering what faith in Jesus is all about. It all starts when America's youth pastor, Guy Sides, realizes that he's stuck in a mega church marketing machine.
1: I feel like I would like that. You probably would like that. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into 2022, I also want to throw out that he was in um, a very boy band holiday, mm-hmm. right? And then in 2022, he was in Cursed Friends. He played Joey Fatone. It was a TV movie on Comedy Central. And then um, in One second, one
0: second.
1: Cursed Friends. I love that movie. I love we And that movie? Tell me why.
0: It was such a it was just such a moment for me. I just loved it. Um that movie for me personally was extremely nostalgic because I totally played MASH growing up. And Joey Fatone was like definitely like one of my people. And I enjoy that the girl that he's like all about is also a woman of size. Okay. And I love him because I just think he was so handsome and so fierce and such a snack. And I like how like all the innuendos with like the meat and the mayonnaise. Oh
1: god. And, how so he, like, licks the
0: sandwich. and I just think it's so cute. And I love it. And I watched it like so many times and I like rewound it a bunch. Like, is that a thing now? Rewind. Like I went back and I like watched yeah. so I it again and I just loved it. And I mean, we have our group chat and I mean, I shared it and I voiced how much I loved it. And I feel like you and Vanessa were kind of just like, oh, my gosh, like appalled <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, let's keep watching it.
1: I feel like it was the most nightmarish natural awakening that I could have ever had.
0: I loved it. I
1: There's like that
0: generational thing again,
1: right? I couldn't like stop thinking about like his tongue on this thing. <laughs> I couldn't focus. Like I felt so dirty. <laughs> I like couldn't, like I, oh, my God. I can't. I can't talk about it.
0: <laughs> I loved it. And, like, his little smirk when he was, like, he was, like.
1: He kept calling himself daddy. like Daddy? <laughs> oh, my God. It oh was It was so good. Does it sound oh like I'm God. crying? Because I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, my, my gosh. God. This is, we're so
0: simpy right now. We're not normally simpy. Okay.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I, I, just, I can't.
1: It's so warm.
0: (laughs) It's so warm. Do you need to get you a beverage? Do you need a drink? You need a little water? Oh Oh my God. Joey, I will make you a sandwich anytime you want. I mean, I thought the lunch meat didn't look very appetizing. I don't think it was supposed to. And like, there was a lot of mayonnaise. (laughs) so i don't like a lot of mayonnaise on my sandwich but it was a really good movie i enjoyed it
1: (laughs) okay um (laughs) i have no comments Uh. just keep going just keep going cut all this out Oh!
0: also there's a couple of upcoming projects um of course we know my big fat greek wedding three they filmed last year in greece which was very exciting um, and then there's another movie that says it's in pre-production called london's bridge and the three keys london london l-u-n-d-o-n um And it says he's going to play Paco, and this is rumored. And it says ancient sea magic turns a dolphin into a human, an evil spell changes a teenage boy into a dragonfly, and a once good and loving jellyfish queen becomes an evil fairy godmother. The story filled with adventure after adventure uses family love and the magic of belief as weapons to fight a war between land and the sea. That sounds super cute. It does, and the picture looks super cute, too. Um, and I don't know who Paco is in this picture, but I'm very excited for this. Um, is it animated? It is an animated film, but it does. It says, like, everybody who's in it is rumored. Uh, so I guess they haven't started it yet. It just says pre-production. Probably. All right. Okay. All so right. that was good. That was good. And then he had some things um, listed here, I guess, things that he's produced. So in 2000, NSYNC and Britney Spears, your number one video requests and more. um, NSYNC overall is listed as an executive producer. And in 2004, he was listed as an executive producer for NSYNC's Challenge for the Children. From 2012 to 2014, Joey was the executive producer of My Family Recipe Rocks. And he did 52 episodes of that. And I just found out that that's where Avery gets the hot pictures of Joey with the apron on. Yeah. And in 2014, he was the executive producer of Parents Just Don't Understand. And in 2020, he was the producer of a TV short called Fetal Fury Escape the Womb. That sounds scary. (laughs) It does, it does. So we're gonna highlight just a couple of Joey's like movies and TV appearances and stuff. Um, So starting in 2001 with On The Line, uh, he was in this movie with Lance Bass, and I remember this is the first movie I saw after 9-11 in the movie theater.
1: Oh, really? Right after 9-11? Yes.
0: Yep, it came out right after 9-11. Um, so just to like give you a brief synopsis of it, and then we'll play a clip from it. Um, this is Kevin, who was played by Lance Bass, has everything going for him, but his lifelong lack of confidence keeps him from recognizing love and happiness even if it's sitting next to him. When Kevin meets the girl of his dreams, Abby, on Chicago's L train, they connected immediately, but he lets the golden opportunity slip away by not having the courage to ask for her name and number. Unable to find her or forget her, Kevin and his buddies launch a massive campaign to locate Abby. One of those buddies, of course, is played by Joey. Joey's character in this movie is Rod. And a side note, the reason why this podcast is called Ready to Fall is because of the song that Joey performs in this movie because Joey is my favorite. So yeah. So that's why I was like, how about Ready to Fall? And Gina was like,
1: (laughs) okay. So I watched this movie probably, I'd say earlier, well, it's a whole new year. So last year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all things considered, it's like a decent, cute, cheesy movie. It could, it has Hallmark vibes. It makes me feel like if Lance went into acting, that he could have just did Hallmark movies. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like they dumbed it a little down for what they thought was their targeted audience. So there was a lot of like unnecessary fart jokes and stuff. But I think that execution for a lot of the guys was pretty good the only one that was a little faulty was lance
0: and when this movie i'd read that this movie was actually supposed to be rated r really yeah and they actually they did like change the script quite a bit to make it more appealing to the age group of like Sync's audience at that time I think they should have went
1: for it and just did it. Yeah, right?
0: They should have done it because the guys were older. And at that time, I was like already over 18. And I feel like my age group was like the prime in sync fan age group.
1: I think that um, I also heard, I heard that um, they said that Joey could act and like he carried his like role well and Mm -hmm. Lance, they wanted him to be himself. So they didn't give him acting lessons or anything like that. But oh, it really, it really shows, and they should have given him pointers or something. They kind of just let Lance be Lance, and he was already awkward back then because he couldn't really be himself. So then that just made it. I don't know. I feel like they maybe thought because the character was supposed to be awkward that he, it would like translate well, but he just looks like an awkward actor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they dyed his hair brown.
1: I think they said he did that. Like he just. Oh, he, he did it. it. Yeah, yeah. So not, we had totally brown hair. Weird. It was just they gave. I feel like they gave Lance too much freedom there. I feel like they would have done better with um a more professional direction. And, you know, hmm. for everything that pertained to Lance, it would have went a long way. They should have let it be rated R. Who knows what Joey would have done? Rated
0: R. Missed <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> totally. And uh, here is a clip from On the Line.
2: Listen, Ken, what we do is inconsiderate, selfish, stupid, classless. I mean, you can stop me anytime, man. I mean, keep going. I guess we just acted like jackasses, man. I just, just want to say I'm sorry.
0: All right, guys. So next is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. I love this movie. Um, This movie was released in the summertime in 2002. And for those who may not be super familiar with this movie, it takes place in Chicago also and tells the story of how the main character, a single Greek woman named Tula Portakalos, meets and falls in love with Ian Miller, a tall, handsome, non-Greek man. Um, And Joey's character is Angelo, And Angelo is Tula's cousin And side note This movie is the highest grossing Romantic comedy of all time They earned $241,438,208
1: That's because It's called It's a sleeper hit movie It's amazing It's like a movie that didn't Like just shoot up Into popularity It just did It did bad at first And then you know how sometimes they'll keep that one movie in the theater? Mm -hmm. And then people just started, like, going to see it. I think the movie stayed in the theater for, like, a whole year. And then, bam, (laughs) money.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I think I saw this movie probably three times in the movies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they left it there for a really long time.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Um, they had said Tom Hanks' wife saw this play. It was a play first, and she went to him and was like, you have to make this a movie. And then...
2: Yeah. Curl up my hairs this morning. Ma, I had to drop
0: them demo at work. And now I got to go open the travel agency because, you know, some jag off his big-ass girlfriend are too busy.
2: Ma, tell her I open up the dry cleaners every day, and I think it's about time she did something for a change. Excuse me? Do you know who's at the dry cleaner this no, you're morning? you're always at the beauty My parlor, husband is at the dry cleaner. Always with cleaning. your heels and your hair and everything. Don't you talk about my hair. You are so lazy. You and your big-ass girlfriend and do did nothing. Did somebody sit on your hair? I mean, it looks a little flat there. Angela, bite me. Just <laughs> be a lady. Uh-huh.
0: Of course, 14 years after the original movie came out, 16 years after the original movie was filmed, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 came out, you're the dogs (laughs) yeah and in that movie we learn that tula's parents have not been legally married because the priest never signed the marriage certificate um and what's really cool about the second um this part two of the movie or second part of the movie is that the entire cast from the first installment joined for the second which is actually pretty uncommon usually everyone doesn't come back And this, of course, included Joey, who once again played Tula's cousin, Angelo.
1: I think I like this one, um, but I don't remember all of it. But I do remember everything in the first one.
0: Yeah. And in the second one, uh, Tula and Ian have a daughter named Paris who's getting ready to graduate high school. So also part of the storyline is that um, she has to pick where she wants to go to school. And she's saying she wants to go to school in New York City. Um, and also in this movie, uh, Joey, Joey's character, Angelo comes out
1: of the closet. It feels fitting. It feels fitting. He was a little, um, little spicy in the first one. <laughs> he is. He is. That could just be Joey. Joey's spicy, but he, like it, when they did it, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I wasn't like, why did they do that? That doesn't work at all with the character.
2: Mm-hmm. I liked it. I love that Nia, you know, will give me the chance to do something like this because it is out of my element, in a sense, and out of the norm due to the fact that I'm always a comedian or funny or silly or whatever, and it was kind of nice to, to, to be able to kind of change it up a bit. All right, so my nephew's going to be the waiter's. Tables are there with the plates. You know, just going to go in the truck. Simple as that. After the wedding, wrap it up. here. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's with Tula? I don't know. She'll tell me eventually. Because, uh, well, why keep secrets from your own family, right? He's your
0: partner or your partner?
2: He's both.
1: I know. And I like that they're making a third one.
0: Yeah. So a lot of anticipation for the third. Uh, I know filming began last year in Greece and I can't wait to see what adventures the family gets into for this installment and what Angela has been up to. All right. So moving on from my big fat Greek wedding, uh, aside from movies, of course, Joey was also on Broadway and he did this while in sync? Well, not while because they've been on hiatus. But at the start of InSync's hiatus, Joey wasted no time, and he went <laughs> right into working on Broadway. And I remember seeing an interview um, about this. I think Avery, maybe you sent it to me, where Joey talks about how he was offered, basically, like they said, "We want you to be in Rent. What part do you want to play?" <laughs>
1: Oh yes. So and he was like I want to
0: try out.
1: Yeah, he was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a very humbling uh characteristic trait to have, you know, to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this and I want you guys to audition me like a normal person and then if I'm if I'm not cut out for it, I need you to let me know. I think Rent was a good start for Joey because Joey has that. We talked about it before when we were doing his um, his voice. He has that Broadway sound to him. Yes. So to me, this feels like the the best next step for him. I think he executed that perfectly. I found this article, and it has a cute little cover. You know, Joey's on it, and he looks mm. so young because he has no beard. And he's just bright eyed <laughs> in <laughs> front of the theater. And it says, I've always wanted to do, a. am oh, Joey now. It says, I've always wanted to do a musical and rent so raw and edgy, I thought it would be cool. I had to audition for it, which was humbling. My character, Mark, is great. He's so different from what people perceive me as. He's a quiet guy, a real outsider. And then he goes on to talk about other shows that he wanted to do. And then Joey's done a lot in um, Broadway, but it said that Joey Fatone, was appearing in Rent on Broadway through December 22nd. Um, and I don't know what the original date was. So I just know when he when it ended.
0: Yeah. And I did not see him in Rent. No? Unfortunately, which is very upsetting to me now looking back on it. I don't know why I didn't just go and see it. Um, but I heard he was
1: absolutely phenomenal and I... Do not doubt that. Joey, Joey's favorite, not his favorite, but one of the um, shows that he did uh, on Broadway, Little Shop of Horrors. I would have loved to see that
0: one. Mm. So I wish I had made more of an effort to support Joey when he was on Broadway, because that would have been really cool. And I would love for him to go back and do something else. I think that would be fun.
1: Yeah, I think the last thing he did was the Rock of Ages, which Mm -hmm. JC on the actual... Um, soundtrack for it is like you know fiddling around remnants everywhere so that's pretty cool it's like n-sync um correlations so we have a curtain up review for rent and i think joey's version is like a revisit from the first time that it was on broadway in a really long time It says that the revisit and re-review of Rent is the arrival of NSYNC's Joey Fatone in the cast. Happily, not only can we report that this pop star is a welcome addition, but also that the show has as much snap in its step as ever, much to our surprise, has benefited enormously from some evident redirection and restaging, which makes it in a number of ways better than it's ever been. For those like me who saw Rent in its early heyday, now well over six years ago, The original cast will always be a definitive one, and especially so with Anthony Rapp's performance as Mark. Mr. Fatone, however, fills Mark's shoes admirably. When singing, it's hard to imagine a better replacement. In the speaking parts, less plentiful but not unimportant, he still leaves a bit more to be desired. Perhaps it is not surprising for someone who has made his name as a singer and a dancer, he appears far more comfortable, confident, and effective in that mode.
0: That makes sense. But overall, not at all a bad review.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's an excellent review. Yeah. Especially since he went just from NSYNC to that. It's not like...
0: Literally he, from NSYNC to this.
1: Yeah, it's not like he had a couple stepping stones or anything like that. I guess he did theater in high school, but how long ago was that in comparison, you know?
0: Right. Amazing. Good stuff, Joey. Yeah, congrats,
1: Joey. We're,
0: We're proud like of you.
1: 21 years late, but it's never too late for a compliment.
0: Yeah, a little pat on the back. Yeah. Oh,
2: hey. All right, so my nephew's going to be the waiter's. Tables are there, but the plate's you know, just going to go you know, in the truck. Simple as that. After the wedding, wrap it up. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's with Tula? I don't know. She'll tell me eventually. Because, uh, well... Why keep secrets from your own family, right? He's your partner
0: or your partner? He's both. I know. Next, we're going to talk about dancing with the stars. So, Dancing with the Stars season four, Joey competed on the show and he came in second place. His partner was Kim Johnson and Apollo Anton Ono. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, he shouldn't have won. Should have been Joey. Should not
0: have won. It should have been Joey, okay? And didn't you say it was like a two point
1: difference?
0: Yeah. Crazy.
1: They probably was like, oh, he dances and he's a singer. That's two points. This guy's a ice skater. He deserves yeah. to win. Which is so messed up.
0: And I remember I think in this one also, um was her name Layla? Um Ali. Yes. She was on this one too, and she came in third.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it was a really good season. I wish Joey had won. So I feel
1: like second place isn't that bad, though. It's and, not. And when you watch like clips of it, because someone like posted like most, if not all, of the performances, he's so hammy. It's like mm. I, I thought that some of the judges were like super uptight, and Joey just like loosened everybody up. It was insane.
0: Common Knowledge, of course, is another show that Joey is known for. And he has done three seasons of Common Knowledge. They started in 2019, January 14th of 2019. And it ran through August 13th of 2021, it says on the Game Show Network. So it's over? I guess it's over. I don't know if there's going to be a season four. So he did what, like 300 episodes? And
1: then they Something gave up like on that him? One.
0: And I heard that they're like back to back to back when they record them.
1: Really? That sounds exhausting. Yeah.
0: yeah, so he records like a season,
1: I guess, in like a month, which is crazy. So he's he was probably only in the studio for three months, did 300 episodes and they were like, <laughs> get
0: out of here. They're like, nah, bruh. <laughs> yeah. go it's buy open. sandwiches from ladies dresses
2: werewolves <laughs> and here is your question if lost in the wilderness you can survive by eating the bark of which tree a pine b wild cherry or c oak well let's take a look at the answer hopefully it's either c or b what is the answer neither Whoa! wow it is a what? pine while the outer bark of pine trees is not edible, the soft living inner bark is. It's used in Scandinavia as a source of flour and breads and baking.
0: And of course, our favorite rabbit on The Masked
1: Singer. And did, did he win? He I didn't don't know win. that he won. Did he win? I don't think so. I think he, I don't, let me see. Rabbit, he was on season one and he got fourth, fourth place. So
0: that's pretty good. And I had read that he was one of the hardest ones to
1: figure out. I remember watching it and I was like completely appalled by people not knowing. I believe that Robin Thicke knew who was from the Mm. start. And I also feel like Nicole knew. And they were just like, oh, because I think in the first episode, Robin was like, he said that was Joey. He just, he said it was Joey Fatone. Mm. So he plays fourth, and he lost to T-Pain, Gladys Knight, and Donny Osmond. I I wouldn't mind losing to them in particular.
0: Yeah, Gladys Knight and Donny, Os- Donny Osmond, I mean, that's pretty...
1: Yeah, like come on, those—that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good job, so.
0: Joey. Here's your little pat on the back again.
1: Oh, so I remember watching it, and his first clues—it was just like all like in sync. It was so obvious to me, and but for me, I I knew who it was before he sang. Just looking at his his legs, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know those legs, and know them. So. That kind of gave him away from me. And then his voice.
0: Oh, Joey. And then, of course... Show.
1: What? Look, it says... Hold on. <laughs> I just need to read this. It says, Rabbit. Season one. Gender, male, strength, quick-footed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. And then, of course, outside of movies and TV and NSYNC... Joey had what I'm going to call some ambassadorships, I guess, brand ambassadorships, um, different companies that he has represented. Um, and of course, maybe we're missing some, but schlotskys I've never had this, but they started a calzone line <laughs> <laughs> and Joey had his own sandwich called the Fatone Calzone, oh, which God. was... Italian inspired, of course, and it was ham, Genoa salami, koto salami, pepperoni, mozzarella, parmesan, and
1: marinara dipping sauce. So do you think he um, he should have done like an ad for this where he looked kind of like cursed friends rather than the him in a big calzone? He <laughs> <laughs> could have.
0: I mean, that should have – actually, he should have had Schlotzky's in that movie. That would have been good marketing. Um, but, yeah, I liked the commercials for this. I thought they were cute. He had them posted on his social media. um And I think his name is still Joey Calzone on something. <laughs> Yeah, I know. His name. It's on
1: TikTok. It sent like everyone in like a frenzy. They were like, "I'm, I'm still so living for this era of Joey Calzone."
2: <laughs> What's next for Joey Calzone? Interesting, you say that. We actually have the uh, pizza perfume by Schlatsky's. Smell the pepperoni.
0: And then, of course, the progressive insurance commercials with Lance and Chris. Those uh-huh. were fun during the pandemic. Yeah. And Bosley hair, which I feel
1: like, you know what? That took balls. Like, good for you, Joey. I'm, and she's like, hey, look, I'm human. I have hair problems and I'm going to fix mm-hmm. it. And I'm going to get paid to get my hair fixed. Yeah, like, right? How do you How do you bash that? You don't. That's just smart. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Back back to the Mass Singer thing, just because I'm still here. Do it. <laughs> Look at this conspiracy. Just like Monstro, Sapo, Puppet, and Perezo, who all sang Live and La Vida Loca in their respective versions and seasons of the Mass Singer, they all finished in fourth place. Do you think that is the reason he got in board, Oh, that song? I'm calling it. It could be. I'm calling it right now. He he um forced himself to get fourth in this um in this show. This is a theory I'm sticking by. Even though that performance was like amazing. Like if I was
0: gonna say, like
1: it's like a, another weird sexual awakening, but a sexual awakening nonetheless.
0: <laughs> and then also, um, Joey was In a commercial for a company called Service Now. What's that? And it was very on brand for me as a fan of him. So basically in the commercial, this woman is like trying, I guess, to get like, I think she's getting like a backstage like meet and greet for Joey. Mm -hmm. And she goes online and she's like, I can't get my upgrade or whatever. And then she's able to get it to work to get her ticket upgrade. Mm -hmm. And then it's like ServiceNow says that when digital solutions work, the world works. Wow. And the lady, like, runs backstage to meet Joey. And Um, that's you. It's very me. And then, of course, he had his Nutrisystem sponsorship. And I joined Nutrisystem because Joey was doing Nutrisystem. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, staying on the health bandwagon, Joey had his... Sponsorship with Echelon and he did Fit Tone Fridays. and I was living for those on Friday on Instagram.
1: I loved his arms. I've <sighs>
0: always loved his arms. I loved his arms on that and his hands and, and his you face, know, mm,
1: his neck, his eyes, his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he I especially show loved his it. pants often, but yeah, if he did. I especially
0: loved how at the end, like when he would come back, he would be like all sweaty. Like you oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a sweaty guy? I guess so. I think I just like a sweaty Joey, I guess. I mean, <laughs> that seems to be the theme. And then of course he had the hell of a good cheese sponsorship, which he did with Lance.
1: And he did with Sean.
0: Sean from Boys to Men. Yeah. And then Hormel Chili. Mm-hmm. And Maytag, he had like a big thing with Lance and Maytag for their it's going to be May
1: Maytag Aww, thing. That's cute.
0: And I mean, if you want to go back to that far, I mean, within sync, of course, Chili's.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> um, and McDonald's.
1: Oh Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi Technically, McDonald's.
0: for the Super Bowl, I mean, Joey is everywhere. He is. So if you are a fan of Joey, there's definitely- Watch Hannah Montana.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no shortage of Joey out there. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool though, to not like sell yourself short and just be mm-hmm. known for NSYNC, do things that you like. And, and if people like them, that's great. And if they don't, well, you do, you know? Exactly. I love it. We introduced you as the most likable guy in Hollywood, and every one of my co-workers agrees. Are you okay
2: with being called the most likable guy in Hollywood? I, am, I have been called many things. I will take that. I've been called has-been. I've been called... <laughs> Uh, reinvented. I've been called, where have you been? I've been called, oh my gosh, will you leave? But I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Awesome. Hey. It's, it's, it, the beauty part about it is, is, so far I haven't sucked at anything that I've done. No. I'm not saying I perfected it and I'm a master, but I like to have fun and these are the things that kind of, you know, interest me and I love doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, I and mean, you do a great job. I mean, what what haven't you done? You're a singer, a dancer, restaurant owner, actor, game show host. What is next? <laughs>
2: Who knows? Who knows? Maybe director. I don't know. Oh. It's been fun. Like I said, it's been such a great ride of my career and my life. And, and now it's like I said, it's fun for me because I get to pick and choose kind of things that I want to do.
0: Avery, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been so much fun. Yes.
1: I love it. I love it
0: here. This episode next week is gonna be the bomb diggy.
1: I think I like the um the music one the best so far. Really? but i'm also a sucker for tina she's just she's the best so I maybe do. that one
0: honestly i think i've liked all of the episodes every time i record an episode for the month of joey that episode becomes my favorite
1: so i think yeah. right now
0: this is my favorite
1: <laughs> going to ask gina what her favorite um justin episode is yeah so i'm just curious because you know you guys are simps so it's like the
0: whole month <laughs> i know <laughs> I've been trying not to be so simpy, but I mean, you know, this man, this Joey. He's too delicious. He too deli- I love it. <laughs> that Joey's just too delicious. But next week, I am going to be joined next week by Avery and Vanessa. Aww, And we're gonna talk about our other favorite Joe. Yes. Mr. Mr.
1: Croc himself. <laughs> Oh my God, yes, Mr. Croc. That's it. Stop. That's it. Mr. <laughs> Croc. End the episode. <laughs> Have people ask who that is. That's it. Do you guys know who Mr.
0: Croc is? You will. Find out next, next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avery, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so much fun.
1: Thank you. I love being here with you.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, um, well, if you're listening to this, you've already seen the sweet edit that Avery put together because we're going to put that out
1: probably, I don't know. January 22nd, 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern.
0: It's going live and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that and we hope you enjoyed this episode and we love your feedback. So let us know what you think and until next time, bye, bye, bye.